Good day, all listeners. Welcome to Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast. I am Quentin, the media specialist behind Creating a Prayer Culture for God, and I just wanted to take this moment to welcome each and every one of you and thank each and every one of you all for listening in. If you're new, Creating a Prayer Culture for God is simply a podcast where we're teaching, preaching, and dissecting the Word of God and truly establishing what it is to have a prayer culture and to live a prayer culture. Um, We preach and teach the Word of God. We talk Jesus, some more Jesus, and a whole lot of extra Jesus. So I just wanted to welcome you all to Creating a Prayer Culture for God, and I truly hope that you enjoy it. And for your listening pleasure, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, you name it, it's available. So tune in each and every day for new episodes. Welcome again. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. I just want to say I just thank and praise God for for this day, another day that we can all come together. We're able to gather in his name. Again, praise the Lord. As as Pastor Lester was sending his shout outs and his rejoicing times and how he was able to celebrate celebrate another awesome birthday praise god giving all thanks and honor and praises to our lord and savior jesus christ it's truly a blessing when you have another opportunity to 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 share on another year that god has blessed you with that extension on life which means just another year another opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And just as he was doing on on his time, on his birthday last year, he was lifting up the name of Jesus. Same thing he did on this year. So praise God. Just want to welcome everybody this morning. I tell you, on yesterday morning, I, I was having to be to work earlier than normal. So it was like I was having to rush, get ready. I was on the line. I I couldn't really jump in like I wanted to, but I thank God that I was able to hear and listen. And wow, what just a wonderful word. What just an awesome time of worship and praise. You know, thank you for just continuing to make Jesus' name great. And as I was preparing for the word on this morning, Um, I just want to share a little bit and two, I did get an opportunity to hear um, a lot of the the questions asked on yesterday and a lot of um, testimonies also given on yesterday. And I'm so grateful that we have this line. I am so grateful that we have this communication. And as I was riding to work on yesterday, um, I was just hearing the Lord saying that what's so awesome about this creating a prayer culture for God. And I know we probably talk about it so much and we we talk about it every day and we give thanks to it, but we're just so grateful to God to have it. It, It's such a blessing. But as I was writing, I was hearing the Lord saying, the one great thing about this culture for God, that prayer line podcast that the Lord has given us because it's his is the fact that every day you get fresh manna from heaven. It's not a word that's pre-recorded or re-recorded, but 
every day you get to dine on fresh manna from heaven. You're not being fed something stale. You're not being fed something commercialized, something that was put in the freezer and we took it and thawed it out and served it. But you're getting the fresh organic word every day. And two, it's a blessing because even if you can't dine in at six o'clock in the morning with us to get it, you still have the rest of the day to receive the fresh manna. And two, it's a blessing for those, even people that are, are that have been staying in because of the, the pandemic, praise the Lord. What's a blessing is you can go back and say, okay, my day of shut-in started on April the 2nd. Go back to April the 2nd and listen to what was fed on April the 2nd and then just listen on up to where we are now. I'm telling you, it's such a blessing. It's something about the word of God. And I so appreciate what God is doing through this, creating a prayer culture for God. I'm telling you, lives are being changed. Lives are being restored. Eyes are being opened. It's just like all the, this time everybody's been cleaning, wiping down, washing and, 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 um, making sure everything that we touch, we wash, wash your hands, wash your hands. And if you look around and you begin to see for us, we're being washed with the word. The word is starting to allow us to see some things that we didn't get to see before. See, it's so amazing when you begin to take God's word and put him in remembrance of it. When you begin to be able to pull away and get to a place where you can really clearly hear from him. See, it's like he's been washing your ears. He's been washing your minds. He's been washing our hearts. He's been washing our hands because he's been getting us to that place of cleanliness in him and purification in him because he wants you to be able to see the word for what it is he wants you to be able to to understand what the word says concerning us the church what the world says concerning the world come on what the, the word says concerning the world what the word says concerning joy peace and strength and everything that's going on he wants you to be able to understand what it says to the church what it's revealing to his people we're all his people and so as i go over into the word this morning praise god as i start out praise the lord i'm going to go ahead and start out with the lord's prayer as we get prepared to to dine on the word this morning thank god for another day to give him praise and to eat of his word hallelujah it says our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And we're so grateful that every day we get to eat of his good bread. So this morning, we're going to be heading over into the book of Jose, the sixth chapter. And I tell you, I read on this book and it so blessed me because I had been, praise the Lord. And it's amazing how when, when the Lord begins to, 
to give you something. And I'm learning now when he speaks something because he's speaking, y'all. I mean, loud and clear all day long, all again throughout the night. When he gives you something to share with others, you've got to share it. You've got to share it because I'm telling you, now it's so important that we be so obedient to what thus saith the Lord. We can't even stop and be thinking and saying, okay, God, no, whatever he gives you for this time, you've got to share it. And I'm so excited from yesterday as Pastor Eric was sharing the word of God, praise the Lord. And he was talking about that praise and how we got to always keep that praise when we go out, Come on, whether we're in, whatever things we come up against, wherever we go, we've got to always keep that praise. And the day before, as Pastor Lester was, was elaborating and talking on about that crowning him and how we have to continuously crown him. And every time we come on the line, we're crowning him. Amen. We're coming on with that praise to the Lord. But this morning, I want to talk to you from where the Lord took me. He took me into Hosea, the sixth chapter. And we're going to start out, praise the Lord, at the first verse. And we're just going to kind of walk through this. And then I'll, I'll share with you what the Lord shared with me. Praise God again, Hosea, the sixth chapter, starting at the first verse. And it goes on as this, it says, Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He has smitten and he will bind us up. So in other words, we're coming back. In other words, it's talking about repentance. And it's so important as Pastor Eric was talking on yesterday, has he dealt with a lot of different things he had to encounter, you know, different types of spirits that he had to come in contact with and how the Lord just allowed him to just see a lot of things that that's going on because there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. And you, you really, truly, you gotta be in the spirit of the Lord to be able to understand and to recognize that right now is the time. The time is now to share the gospel even the more because it's so important. Salvation is so important right now. Y'all, we sit and we look and we see things and we wonder, but these are things that the God, God is showing us. This is the things that the Lord is showing us. He says, right now, see, you got to begin to understand these people, they need Jesus. Just like we needed a savior, the Lord is saying they need a savior. But something that the Lord was revealing to me, he was saying that a lot of people that have been put in places to witness and minister and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others, they fail to do it. And what is happening as the Lord is calling us to repentance, he's calling a lot of these, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, he's calling a lot of these leaders, a lot of people that have been put into certain positions, that have been put into houses, and that are shepherd, shepherding God's people, a lot of them need to repent and come back to him. And he's sending the call out when you're looking around and you're seeing so many things happening in the world. See, we, the people of God, when we go out and we encounter certain things or we in certain places or God gives us different platforms, we have to make sure that we make it available for people to come to him, to come to Jesus. Something I love on Sunday 
uh, when Pastor Sharon shared in Matthew 28, when she began to talk about telling and, 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 and presenting it to people and saying, Jesus says, come unto me, all you who are weary and, and, and heavy laden, burden, come, come, take my yoke upon you because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so first he started with, with those of us that know him, okay? We've got to come. We've got to repent. We've got to make sure we've made it right with him. Every day we have to get up in the sense of waking up, asking God for forgiveness. Any things that we don't even remember, things that we didn't know, things that we didn't recognize. Lord, if it was something that I didn't do that was an offense to you, Lord, forgive me because we don't know who we may encounter on that day. And people need Jesus just like we need him. They need him. The world needs him. And, and he died for the world. He didn't just die for us. He didn't just die for the black church. No, he died for the church. So he's looking for us to share his gospel. Just something so simple as salvation. Salvation. Praise the Lord. Continue to pray for this nation, for those that are lost, that they will find Jesus through this. That was the purpose, so that people would find Jesus, because he is the key to everything, the happiness, the joy, the love, the healing, patience, compassion. I just thank the Lord. The other morning as we was just praying, I just was thanking him. Lord, thank you for waiting on us. He waited on us. He waited on us. He waited on us and thank God that he did because of him waiting on us. We are here now this morning on this creating a prayer culture for God prayer line podcast. This line has been open for him. This is for his will to be done. This is for his work to be done. I remember there was an old song that used to say hotline, hotline, calling on the hotline. Thank God, prayer line, prayer line. Creating a prayer culture for God, prayer line podcast. Thank you. Calling in on the prayer line, the culture line. Come on, God's line. Thank you that we were able to get in. Thank you that we can dial in every morning and we can have fellowship with him. I'm so glad we don't have to wait for two or three days of the week to communicate with Jesus. That's the blessing of this place. So as he's calling people unto repentance and let me, let me get on back to the word here, but it says, I got to go back to first one. It says, come and let us return unto the Lord. For he had torn, but it says, and he will heal us. And it says, he has smitten and he will do what? He will bind us up. Two goes on to say, after two days, will he revive us? And listen, and the third day, he will raise us up and we will live for him. So in other words, we will live before him. We'll walk before him. He's calling now. He's calling people into repentance. Come back to him. For those that strayed away, he's saying, come, let us return. This is Jose, as he's speaking, as he, the word is speaking loudly to the people, the word is speaking loudly now, but you have to get into a position so that you can hear what the Lord is saying. 
He's looking for souls. It's all about soul saving. It's all about the reconciliation back to him. For those who have strayed, come back. For those that have, have, have never accepted him. For those who do not know the truth, come, come now. But for those of us that are here that you may have fallen, a lot of people strayed away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. They strayed away from preaching the truth. They, 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 they lost the faith. Come on. They lost the trust. They lost their confidence. Now they're, they're going wherever they can seeking to find a word because they, they don't know where to go. But I thank Jesus that the word is saying this morning, come, let us return. After two days, he will revive us. Come on. In the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Three says, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain. Hallelujah. As the latter rain and the former rain unto the earth. Praise the Lord. I was reading in one of the commentaries where it was talking about the rain and it was, it was, it was saying on two periods of rain. And it says the heavy rains came in the autumn and softened the ground for plowing and sowing. And then it says the spring rains came in the spring and caused the plants to grow. So in other words, then we shall know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth, is prepared as the morning. It's saying going forth as prepared as the morning. And then it says, and he shall come unto us as the rain. So he's going to come into us as the rain when it's needed. Praise the Lord when it's needed to help us to grow. Come on. He's going to come even in the time when we're going to have to have something plucked up out of us, some things that are going to have to be done away with in our life. But he's calling now. He's calling now. Amen. It's open now. This is the time. This is the time. And two, God is looking for the, the response. And, and, and when you're reading this and it says, this is the response to God's rebuke. In other words, God's, when he's disciplined, this is the response. He's, he's still here. He's, he's letting them know, come, let us return. That same God that strengthened you, the same God that's going to correct you, come on, the same God that's going to discipline you is the same God also that's going to love you and is going to teach you how to live for him. He's going to teach you how to walk up right before him. He's going to walk with you. It's sort of like for us, when we discipline and correct our children, we discipline and we correct them, but we also, we love them and we teach them the right way. For some of us, now that we know Jesus, we have him in our life. We know how to instruct them. We know how to guide them. We know how to direct them, but it comes through. We have to discipline them. We have to, when they go out and they want to do things that are not of God. And, I, and I'll say it as, as like our smaller children, we were raising them up. We was raising them up to do what was right. But a lot of times, sometimes they may have done the wrong things, but in disciplining them, praise God, we would discipline them, but we also would love them to do what's right. We didn't just throw them away. 
we loved on them and we taught them the right way. Even they they done wrong, we still showed that love and disciplined them in the right way to do things, which is what the Lord does to us. And this is the time when he's saying, I'm calling those who have strayed away, who went about doing things their own way. If you look around here now, the world is doing so, oh my gosh, there's so many things going on. But for those of us who are in Christ, see, this time has allowed you to be able to recognize and see things. I'll say you're able to see things for what they really are. You're able to see situations for what they really are. You're even able to see people for who they really are. But thank God for that because that shows you where it is I need to pray for them, where it is I need to go in the word and begin to declare the scriptures over their life. God will even allow you to share the scriptures with them, to help them. Amen. Because the word is for us all. And as I continue on, and it says in four, O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? Come on. We got to get to know Jesus. We got to come, in other words, personally acquainted with him. We got to become personally acquainted with the Lord, get to know this word, get to know this word, because it's the only way that you're going to stand. It's the only way that you're going to be able to live and continue on. Amen. So that you can continue to honor the Lord. Heed to his word, heed to his commandments, praise the Lord and deeply cherish him. I was reading that in the Amplified where it says deeply cherish him. You've got to really cherish him when you're coming back and you're returning to him. It's not to, to discipline different ones to say, oh, you're such a bad person. No, what's so great about the Lord is that he's so loving and he's so forgiving. And he's saying, come now, reestablish your relationship with me. So now when you go forth for those that are in leadership, that are over people, that are ministering to people, he's saying also to you, come, let me restore back to you my truth, my joy, my love, my instruction. He's letting you know, come back. Come on, come on, come on. Because in other words, it's about the salvation. And he was saying, just like when it talked about the latter rain, the former rain come, this is the time now, praise God, to prepare because God wants to grow us. See, I always say that the one thing about when adversity comes, adversity is a good thing because it challenges you to grow. It comes to cause you to grow in the Lord. This time now, God has not stopped sending the rain, praise God. This is the time that you are to be sowing that word in your heart. Like David said, I sowed the word in my heart so that I would not sin against thee. This is the time right now to be breaking up that ground, praise God, that fallow ground. If there be anything in there, as Pastor Eric was talking about, how he was out uh, doing a garden, praise God. This is the time of year when people start planting gardens, you know, which before you planted the garden, you had to go out there and you had to till and work that ground. You had to break that ground up, praise God. You couldn't just go out there and just throw some seed out there to be planting, praise God. You might've threw those seeds on some rocks. You could've thrown them on some cement. Come on, you might've thrown them on some hollow ground, praise God. But you had to go out. He had to go out, till that land, break it up. Come on. And, it, and he couldn't just do that overnight. It had to be done over time. And as he did it, praise God, he plowed through it. 
And see, that's what's happening now. God say, plow up that ground. Go in there and uproot some stuff. He had to pull up some rocks. He had to pull up some old roots. Come on. He had to go and he had to mark off a space, praise God, for where he was going to plant this garden. Amen. So that when he planted those seeds in there, when the seeds took root, that they would grow. And guess what? They would produce some fruit, some vegetables. Come on. They were going to produce something good and nourishing that's going to help our bodies. Just like the word of God, when you take it and you sow it in your heart so that when the time comes, come on, when that latter rain time comes, come on, when that seed that was sowed into you, that word of God, when it starts to grow, come on, it starts to develop. And then when it begins to proceed out of your mouth, amen, it will be pleasing unto the Lord. It'll be pleasing unto him. The Lord is calling. He's saying now, come on, come on. He's, he's, he's bringing us back to them. And, and um, praise the Lord, it says, therefore have I hewed them by the prophets i have slain them by the words of my mouth praise the lord in thy judgments and as the people begin to to give the re reply to the lord the response to the lord in other words our response to the lord is to do what his word commands us to do to do what is right we can no longer sit around and even to when when you see People doing things that are not right or not of God. Pray. That's your time to pray. That's your time to pray. Don't just look at it and talk about it. Pray about it. Go before the Lord and pray about it. He's allowing you to see certain things. He's allowing you to be able to know and understand what is of God and what's not of God. He's calling. He's calling the people back to him. He's calling souls back to him. Come on, it's about telling people about him. And I'm going to tell you, one of the ways you can tell them about him is when you live a life, we live a life that's pleasing and acceptable unto him. We become the example. Sometimes, even if we don't say anything, our reactions alone can bless someone, can change somebody's life. But he's saying, come, come back. Come back. Come back. Return to me. Because guess what? He'll heal us. He can tear us, but he can also heal us. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing when the Lord tears you and the Lord heals you. So that's one thing about him. He can, he can break you down, but he can also build you back up. Praise God. And he'll build you back up in him. And where you've been wounded, come on. He'll be the one to put that bandage on there. That's what's happening right now. As Pastor, Le Pastor Eric was talking on yesterday. He said, I went in there and I began to declare some things. I began to, to call, call some things out because we go into these places, y'all. That's why the Lord said, take this time to build yourself up in him. Take this time so that when you go out before people or when you're on the, the prayer line or the podcast or when you're, you're talking with others and you're sharing the line with them, share the line with different ones and tell them, look, this is where I go every morning. I get strengthened up in my most holy faith because I know the word of God is always going to come. I know the truth is always going to come and things that I don't understand, I can always ask. If I need prayer, if I don't know how to pray for myself, 
I can call on some people who will pray for me and also too will teach me how to pray for myself. I thank God that I, I was I was taught about a, a prayer book that I could use to follow along and pray to help me, to keep me restored, amen, to keep me into that place of humility before the Lord, to be in that submissive place to him. God looks for willingness. And as he's calling people back to him, as he begins to build you up so that you can, in a sense, build others up because that's what God is looking for. Remember, if you go back into Ezekiel 37, when you go back into the book of Ezekiel where it talked about the dry bones living. And I remember sharing with someone on that chapter in Ezekiel and we began to go through it and when you start to read and when you look at Ezekiel, when he goes out and there's all these dry bones out there, you know, sometimes you can look in a desert when there's like a dry desert and it looks dry and it looks like there's no life there. Sometimes when you go in a desolate place and you may look out and say, there's no life here. There's no way that anything can be planted here. It's not going to take root. And then when you begin to read in Ezekiel 37, it begins to talk about you know what caused those bones to come back to life? It was the word of God. It was the word of God that was spoken into those bones that caused those bones to come back to life. Just like all of us on the line. It was the word of God. It was the truth that restored us. It was the truth that brought us back to life. For some, you may say, uh-uh, that truth, it wounded me. It hurted me. It broke me. Yeah, but at the same time, that same truth restored you, it healed you, it made you better, it's making you better, it's making you wiser, you have a greater understanding of the word of God. And for us, whose God has placed to shepherd his people, to be over his people, God has allowed us to be able to share with you what thus saith the Lord. God is a rebuilder, he's a repairer, he's a restorer. He's the place where that restoration begins. He's that place where the healing take place. So much healing is taking place on this line, physical, spiritually, financially for some, it's taking place on this line. You know, greater relationships with your family, you're coming together, you're praying, you're bringing your family together, you're listening to the word together. That's what's supposed to take place. That's supposed to be what's happening right now because there's a lot of people out there dying because of tradition. And I thank God that that's not who we are, that we are all about the gospel of Jesus Christ. As Pastor Eric said on yesterday, we are non-denominational. We don't preach no religion. We preach Jesus. We preach what his word says. We preach what his word says. And we will continue to honor his word. We will continue to share his word. We will continue to preach his word. We will continue to teach the word, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Again, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop as we're preparing to meet Jesus and see what was happening. People were kind of turning away here in Hosea. They were kind of turning away turning away, just going and doing what they want to do, straying away from what they had been commanded to do. But thank God 
for the prophets. That's what's so powerful about the word of God. When you begin to go in and you read on the books of the prophets, they are always coming. And see, when they came, they came because they were the mouthpieces to the nation. There was the, the Lord's mouthpieces that would come and speak to the people to guide them, to bring them back into that place, to reveal to them what was happening. For those that strayed, it seemed harsh, but it was needed because they had to be brought back into the place. And, and we, we thank God for, for forgiveness. You know, thank God for forgiveness because they were able to come back. And that was the purpose of this passage as I was sharing with you this morning. How do you respond to the word? How do you respond to correction? How do you respond to instruction? Do you take it with a grain of salt? Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to do better. Or do you go, you search the scriptures and say, Lord, show me in your word how to overcome this. How do you, what do you do to, how do you respond to God? Do you continue to praise him? Do you continue to worship him? Do you continue to honor him? Even in the midst of everything that's happened, as, as we were saying, even though you're not able to be confined to those four walls in, anymore, how you respond to this? How are you taking heed? Are you taking heed to his word? Are you taking that time and, and pulling away and sitting down and say, let me cut the TV off. Let me even cut the phone off. Come on, let me get the word and just sit and go before the Lord. Let me pray. Come on, let me pray. Let me pray. Ask God to lead. Ask God to guide me. Lord, where would you have me to go in your word today? Oh, you know what? Let me pray. Play this podcast, creating a proud culture for God. Let me, let me hear what the Lord has been speaking to them. Because I know, Lord, they stay before you. Let me, let me turn this on so I can just kind of get some direction. But two, I know I've got to have this personal one-on-one -on -one intimate relationship with you. So how do you respond when you return back to the Lord? How do you respond after the Lord has forgiven you? How do you respond? Do you respond by drawing closer to him? Or do you respond by praying, sharing his truth? Do you respond by testimonies? Do you respond by your praise and your worship that you can do right there in the confines of your home? We come on this line. We're so excited. We're excited every day because we say, Lord, this is another day that we can share some of your good fruit, some of your good works. Thank you, God, that you have given us this time. We're not afraid. I tell you, I'm still hearing people. So many things have been canceled and shut down. I'm still hearing people talking about church anniversaries. Oh, you know, we were supposed to go to da, 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 da. I say, my God, I say, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that we've been able to just go to you and celebrate. We've been having a celebration with you every day. I say, God, I'm so grateful that we're not caught up and stuck in all that type of stuff and sitting around here talking about we, we weren't able to have our anniversaries. We couldn't go to this church. They couldn't come to this church. I say, Lord, I'm so grateful that we've been communing with you every day and we're not sitting around complaining because of certain things not taking place. We're excited in Jesus because we've had this time with him to grow, grow closer to him. Amen. To draw closer to him.
as he's continuing to breathe more life into us. He's breathing more word into us. How are you responding this morning? How are you responding to this time? How are you responding to his word? How are you responding to his call? Amen. Are you sharing scriptures with everybody you know? Are you sharing the, the, the prayer line with people that you know? I'm telling you, the Lord said every morning, there's a fresh. We get up every morning, y'all, and we share. We don't just feed you anything because the Lord does not feed us anything. But praise the Lord as we continue to prepare. Come on, come on. God has breathed life into us. So when he calls you, what is your response? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for strengthening me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your peace. Glory to God. Ezekiel 37 and 5, I just want to share a few quick scriptures with you before I pray. Ezekiel 37 and 5 says, Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. See, when we begin to come back to the Lord, when we come unto the Lord, for those of us who may have died along the way, and this is the time of restoration, and he's telling you, he's prophesied, it, it, it was spoken. Thus said the Lord God, unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Glory to God. 37 and 10 says so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet an exceeding and great army god has been breathing life and speaking life into each and everyone on this line even the people who are chiming in and listening life is being restored back into them what are you doing are you taking heed are you beginning to rejoice? Philippians 4 and 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in your restoration. Rejoice in your instruction. Even though you might have been wounded, rejoice that God has healed you. He's put a bandage of his word over you. Where you were broken and torn, he's restored you back to full use for him, for his kingdom. So rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice as you go out and you share the word of the Lord with people. Tell them, come unto Jesus. He's here. He's waiting for you. He waited for me. He's waiting for you. He'll restore you. He'll breathe life back into your bones. Everywhere you felt as though you were weakened. Even for those that messed up, the Lord is saying, come, let me restore you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Matthew 9 and 13, and then I'm going to pray. It says, but go ye and learn what that meaneth. It says, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I'm not come to call the righteous. Hallelujah. Whew. He says, but sinners to repentance. Thank you, Father. 
for your love. We thank you, Father, for your peace and for your instruction and for your direction. Thank you, Lord Jesus, this morning as the call goes out to the world, it goes out to the nation. Come back to Jesus, let him restore you. For those of you that have never known him, we open the door to you this morning to accept him into your hearts. He says, because the, the time is now, he said, for him not came to come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. If you know of anyone that has strayed away, if you know those who are still out there in the world, even now at this time, when there's so many doors or familiar places that people are used to going, that they can't go to the physical location, but they can still come to Jesus. The time is now. He's calling us people to repentance. Come and seek after him. The Lord is open. He's open. His arms are open and they're open wide to receive those who have been lost, to receive those who have fallen away. He's open this morning. He's here. He's here. And even us as, as pastors and as shepherds and as ministers and as men and women of God, as we continue to come together every day, we're praying for this nation. We're praying that people will receive him, that they will accept him into their hearts. As Pastor Eric was out and he came in, in contact with so many people who were lost. And even as he talked about the young lady who was there trying to take care of all those people by herself, People are out and they're, they're, they're working. A lot of people are having to go back out and work in these conditions. And we pray, God, that somebody along the way will tell them about you, Jesus. I pray, God, that they will stumble upon this Creating a Prayer Culture for God prayer line podcast to restore those who have lost faith and for those who never knew you, God for you to be found in their lives. Father, we just continue to pray this morning for your will to continue to be done on earth. For the scripture says that your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. And Father, as we go out, Lord, for those of us who are, are back out, Father God, and we're just continuing to share, Lord, for there are so many people, God, who talked about you before the pandemic, God, who were always rejoicing in you, God. And it's amazing, Lord, now when you begin to, they'll ask you, you know, are you okay? And when you respond, oh, I'm, I'm excited in Jesus. And they look at you and it's like, where's your joy? What happened to your peace? What happened to your confidence? Jesus is still in charge of everything for we've lost nothing. Amen. If anything, for those of us who are believers in him, we've gained. We've gained a greater understanding. We've gained a greater peace. We've gained a greater love and joy for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Father, as we continue to share your gospel, as we continue to pray, as we continue to teach people about your love, 
as we continue every day, God, every morning at six o'clock to get up and come on to this line to teach the truth, to keep this line open, God, because it's your communication. So God, even as we've gathered on this line this morning, God, I thank you for the word that's being shared. I thank you for all the, the rejoicing for when the people were coming on this morning, God. I thank you that every day, God, as the, the people chime in, as we, we hear the voices saying, I'm on, this is so-and-so, I'm here. And God, even for the, the, the dings that we hear as the word has started, it is going forth, God, we thank you for it. We thank you, God, because it's not about us. We're not trying to make ourselves well-known or make ourselves famous. But, God, we're continuing to make your name great. Because your name is great. It's power. And it restores. And it heals and it builds. And, Father, we thank you, God, for the word that was prophesied, God, to every bone on this line. Even the bones that were dry bones at one time, God, even the, the, the bones, God, that were beginning to ache, Father. We thank you for the word of God being spoken into those bones, into those lives, and for the bones living and being restored. And God, we will continue to keep this place saturated with your truth. Father, we thank you even for those that are heading out. We pray the Lord's protection over you today as you go out that he will continue to cover you. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you in the truth. He will speak for you. He will prepare you. He will be with you even as you're driving on the road, the highways and byways. And for those of you who are remaining in closed quarters, I thank you for your obedience, everyone, this morning. Even as the Holy Spirit is right there with you in the four walls of your home, wherever you may be in your house, I, I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit is there even with you, comforting you and keeping you. Father, we thank you again for everyone that's on today and for those to come. Continue to fill us with your truth. For God, we love you. We honor you. And we praise you before, because it's in your precious and mighty name that we pray. And we give thanks. Yes, we give thanks this morning to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As the bride continues to prepare to meet the groom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.